Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jackson, uh, bad news. No. Today is our last balloon party for the week. Yeah. Well, it's been a great week back. Yeah, from my vacation at your parents' place in the Hamptons. But uh, tomorrow I will be out, and uh, I don't know who will be uh, filling in. Randy Carricker usually uh, does an extra hour. Is yep. what usually winds up happening. And cool. I told him, I said, I don't think I don't feel like that's fair. He goes, that's oh, fine. It all makes up for it in the end. And okay, God bless. God bless. So uh, that uh, that is uh, just our final balloon party for the week. So we'll treat today like a Friday. And wow, what a treat we have for you today. couple of things. Dan McLaughlin's going to be with us at 1045. He was uh, vacationing during the All-Star break. Then I was vacationing, so he hasn't been on with us in a few weeks. And man, the world has changed for the Cardinals since we last talked. Uh, so looking forward to talking to Dan. He'll be with us at 1045 here on Balloon Party. And then I'm trying to get... And I'm really happy for him. I just got his phone number a few minutes ago. And you've got these calls ready for the people? I do. Here's the deal. Guy went to St. Gabriel's. Grade school, because that's important. St. Louis University High School, considered the finest high school west of the Mississippi, according to uh, Inside STL. Uh, He's been calling minor league games for, I think... Like eight years. And if I'm not mistaken, Matt Rocchio works with Is Rocchio back there? He was, but yes, Rocchio does. Well, he uh, still is. Oh. I wonder if he can come in here. I don't know if Rocchio knows this because he's been doing uh, the show with uh, Randy and Kerry. Can you flag him down? Yeah, Rock. Looks like he's blowing you off. Matt Rocchio is going to come in because I don't know if he knows this. Yeah. Come on in. The water's warm. Yeah. You get to be on a one-hour show. I know morning drive's exciting, but what about this? Did you know your broadcast partner's gotten the call? Yeah, I, I saw his Facebook post. I was literally just, uh, I was just, te- I just texted him because I was like, "Hey, man, I saw the Facebook post. I'm so, I'm, I'm so happy. Like, I want to know what's, I want to know what the details yes. are." Yes, I texted him. I got his number from Cal Kennedy, St. Gabriel coaching legend, legend, just a few minutes ago because I want to get him on Balloon Party. That would give us two St. Louis, St. Louis native, St. Gabriel grads on the broadcast who are calling Major League Baseball on August 17th because Joey Zanaboni uh, is going to be calling the Angels and Mariners on the MLB Network. And how old is he? Around 30, uh, I guess? I mean, yeah, me and him were both young for our, uh, our grade, so he will just, it'll be just before his 31st birthday. Is that right? Yeah, because he, he's, he's uh, he was early September, I was late July, we were young for our grade always, so yeah, he'll be just about to turn 31. So you saw his Facebook post and he's, yes, he sir. just got the call this mm-hmm. morning that he's going to be calling a Major League Baseball game. Uh, now, I'm sure some of the people listening to this show are familiar with his work. Some may not be. We'll play a few clips of it, but you... 
what is your background with him for the audience? Well, I mean, I mean, me and him, grew, me and him grew up together. Southside, so, yeah, the exact same class at St. Gabe's. We had, we had, you know, same homerooms and stuff like that. I, I, I learned. I mean, I remember this kid telling me about sabermetrics when we were in sixth grade, like walking what home from school. I was like, I was fascinated, but I'm like, this kid's crazy. I mean, he could, he, <laughs> he, he could name every starting lineup for the Yankees for like 70 years straight. He oh just because he, he just has it locked in. He has like an eidetic memory. He's one exactly. of those people, and so. He he's loved baseball from every moment that I've known him, and he's this is his dream. And he was you know he's working for another club a few years ago, and he took a stand, and it kind of got him knocked back down the the broadcasting ladder. They, he they took a what? They, it was, I can't remember what organization was wanted to do. But they wanted to do a white pride night, and he was like, because it was like it was like they were doing a gay pride night, and they were doing African American. They're like, well, we're going to do a Caucasian pride night, and he was like, I'm going to say on the broadcast that this is a dumb idea, and I don't stand for it. And so the organization fired him, and he kind of got knocked back down the ladder of. Wow. Oh, broadcasting. I did not know that story and at he's, all. And he's Are you familiar with that? Yeah, Rocky yeah. told me about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he got kind of knocked down the pegs of broadcasting again, and he, and he, and he kept fighting, and he's worked his way back up. He was with the uh, Fredericksburg Nationals uh, this year, and now he's now he's getting his chance. And so I, I've been been watching his his growth, you know, since we were little kids, and he's got a style that some people might not like, but I don't – I it doesn't matter if you like it. He does it purely because that's the style he wants to do because he's obsessed with baseball and it's been his dream since day one and he refuses to break from it and I have so much respect for that. Well, it has worked out because he's going to get to call a game on MLB Network here in less than a week. On the 17th, he will call the Mariners and the Angels. For those of you not familiar with him, uh, Jackson, you have an audio sampling of his calls. Yeah, a little sizzle reel for you. Deuces. Straz. Ghosting them like an okay Cupid Halloween party. John Stamos, full house, get him out of there, baby! Steven Strasburg asked for his credit card info and a spam email message. Let's go fishing with a PH. Sneak a live cat through a TSA pre check point. Tease again, let's get Fred Nasty! Similar. Brendan Collins, very good off speed. It's nothing like his though. Freeze it like pay raises at a poorly run cryogenics laboratory. <laughs> so you get an idea. Now, now the, the voice there, is that how he actually talks? Yeah. Because he talks like Club Pro Guy, for yeah. those familiar with Club Pro Guy. Yeah, he's he's always kind of had had a, had a voice you didn't really expect because um, you know he's a smaller guy and so but he's always had a very demonstrative mm-hmm. personality and voice no matter no matter what since I've known him. Uh, my understanding is he actually was on TMA, and it might have been when it was the morning grind, when he was like six or something. Well, yeah, how old he, is he? He's thirty one, so it couldn't be part of the Yeah, I think, I think he was like I think he was like ten or twelve. He was doing a project, I think, for like in, in school. And his dad brought him yeah. into the show with mm-hmm. me and the cat and Martin Kilcoin, or maybe Doug was doing it at the time. I, I think don't it was know. still Kilcoin. Okay. And so he's been on the show and uh and I didn't know all of the background on the St. Gabriel's and St. Louis U High thing, but we would play his calls. Uh, Iggy on TMA isn't the biggest fan, yeah. but he, but he's saying he's very happy for him. Now, some people are reading between the lines on it. I'm not sure. But I'm thrilled for him. And he just found out he's going to get to call. He's going from whatever the Fredericksburg Nats are. I don't know if that's A, double A, triple A, yeah. to because of that style. 
Yeah, I, I remember they had him on the you know the the Emily Network morning show. Robert Flores, uh, they had his clips played, and Robert Flores was like, "It's different, but I kind of like it." And then Billy Ripken was like, "Yeah, can we never play that again? I, I don't, I don't want to hear that." And that's the thing; it, it's a style that again, there's some people who absolutely hate it, and, I, and I've come across people who are like, "Oh, you know him?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's awesome." They're like, I hate his style. I'm like, "That's fine for you, but he's never going to break from it, no matter how long it takes him or what anybody says about it." See, I wonder. I'd be curious. Like, if I'm listening to a Cardinal, I'm driving around, I got a trip, I'm coming back from Columbia, let's say, for the big Abilene Christian showdown, yep. and uh, and the Cardinals are playing an important game, I think I would want more of the, the Jack Buck style. Right. But if it's a random game in April, and I'm like, oh, what am I going to listen to? Oh, here is this song and dance, this will entertain me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and his, so like in a market where they may not be as passionate about baseball as St. Louis, he might be gold. And, and his hypothesis has always been that, you know, broadcasting ever since, you know, when he was a kid, there were personalities. And ever since then, over the last 20 years, it's just become very, you know, wooden and cardboard. It's just the same style over and over again. And, and he just wants to be different. And he has certainly accomplished that feat, I believe. Well, they aren't a big fan in the Air Comfort Service text line. That might stun you. Uh, Jack Buck wouldn't have done that. That's from Merle from Oakville. Although I have a, have a guess he might listen to something different from 7 to 10. Yeah. This guy is terrible. What a fraud. I guess he left St. Louis because he's too good for it. I don't like when people's dreams come true. What a traitor. That's from the 314. See, now they're all just TMA texts. Yeah, that goes back to back. Guys, I thought that was a, that reel was a joke. Oh my, that's from the three and four. I got to tell you something. I don't know what what is the seventeenth. Uh, I guess that's like a, what a, a Wednesday. Yeah. If I'm uh, sitting around, I'll stay on the Twitter tweets and see how this plays with the people. I can't wait. I can't wait. I texted him to get him on. I I, I I hope you guys do get him on. I think it'd be great. I, would, I, I really want to talk again, to him. I'm super happy for him. And I and I just did I did color for the ambush games with him this past fall. Yeah. And, it, and actually like getting to sit there and watch him do it. It was so did he do it with an ambush game as well? Oh oh yeah. Oh <laughs> god, yeah. He got he got it, it was hilarious. And the, the fascinating thing, you'd think he's got those things pre written down. He's got like two or three notes, and then from there it's just he's got he just he just that's how his mind builds works. this stuff. Yeah. Like I said, that's how his mind works. His ambush calls were hilarious. Oh, so that isn't written down. He's got like two Two or three like broad notes, and then he'll pull nine things from three notes. I don't know how. I don't know how he extrapolates on those notes exactly, but he does. Like the, the closest thing I can think to where something like this happened nationally, but it was Monday Night Football. Was Dennis Miller at Monday Night Football? Certainly before your time, and probably right. before yeah. your time as well. It didn't play well, but that was Monday Night Football. Different beast, and they made a big deal out of it. They were trying to, I guess, get younger, and uh, and it did not work at all and i don't know man i don't know i'm, I'm curious how it'll play it'll be, it'll be it will be exactly what you said it, it already is i will either love it or i will either hate it in the, in speaking from the fan perspective yeah and and you know what i i think that's kind of that's kind of fun i, I i'm the kind of person who if i hate something i will i will absolutely watch it i i know oh, right? i'm a enjoy a good yeah. hate listener I, I, hate watch. I enjoy a good hate watch i don't know why i do it to myself i'm aware of the fact that it's unhealthy right. but i still do it and there's plenty of people around who, who will exactly and so naturally it, you might hate it but i mean you're going to you're going to you're going to have some fun hating it too well i'm trying to get him on I'm trying to make sure he doesn't come on character in Smallman. That's yeah. what I'm doing here. I'm yeah, it's it's like an embargo. <laughs> you got ahead of me on that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know played. you worked with him and went to school with him. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but I'm still going to try to come in and 
we used to walk home and he, he, explained, he explained to me the, why it matters uh, if a guy hits 34% to left field as opposed to 16% to right field. I was 12 years old and he was explaining that to me. God, man, that's something head. else. Tell you uh, what. Well, I'm happy for him and I'm happy for, uh, for everybody who is a part of St. Gabriel's class of, what, 2008 or something? Um... Five. Okay, well, give or take three years. Uh, that's Matt Rocchio, his uh, cohort uh, on the Ambush broadcast. Joey Zanaboni got the call up to the big leagues this morning, and he'll be calling the Angels and the Mariners on MLB Network. Another St. Gabriel guy calling Major League Baseball. Dan McLaughlin will be joining us coming up at 1045. He saw the Cardinals win. Albert Pujols hit yet another home run. Nolan Arnato hit yet another home run. We will talk about that coming up to Emma Glockin with us at 1045. You are listening to Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. One, two, three, four. Yes. Yes. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. St. Gabriel's class of 90, joined by Matt Rocchio, St. Gabriel's class of 2005, and Dan McLaughlin will be with us at 1045, St. Gabriel's class of 1988. That's kind of kind of the play here. It's just like something we're trying out. out. Yeah. You tried to get in, couldn't get in. It right, yeah. No, I was, look, I was looking to drive 25 minutes to go to oh, grade school. Catholic school in South St. Louis. Right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tim, don't worry. Randy and Michelle have better taste and have that annoying guy on their show. That's from the 636. Well, it's not playing well with the balloon party audience, as most things tend to not. <laughs> uh, and don't worry, he's not responding to my text, so you probably aren't going to hear from him. But Dan McLaughlin is uh, going to be with us. Uh, what, do we, what do we got going on here? I got the Little Piddles arbitrary percentages here. Oh, it's, all, it's everyone's favorite time of the year. It's it's an August tradition, like no other. Time. I mean, the show's only eight months old, though. Right, that's what makes it so special. Got it. Uh, all right, here we go. The Cardinals will win the National League Central. Jackson, go. Seventy-five uh, percent. I was going to say eighty percent. All right, okay. So we're on the same page. Jack Flaherty will be in the rotation for the playoffs. Twenty percent. Five percent. Okay. Uh, Nolan Arnato opts out. One uh, percent. That's what I was gonna say. One percent. Because you gotta wow. leave a little. You gotta leave a little. You always have to. You can get one outered. Yeah. You can get one outered. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Walker has an MLB at bat this season. Now this. Now this is something. Yeah, you're gonna put the man to the test here. This one's gonna make me ponder. I'll say twenty-five percent. I like that. I. 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 I'm. I, I have a wide delta on this one, and part of me is like, oh, the Cardinals wouldn't do that because the Cardinals. Cardinals specifically wouldn't do it, but then I just look at the situation. You know, you With saw the, the uh, Braves called up Grissom yesterday. He yeah. immediately hit a home run, stole a base. What do you have? Ninety ABs at Double A, and here he is. It's kind of like, well, why wouldn't you? They've got him working in the outfield. You don't know what O'Neill's health is going to be. It's right. a wide delta. Fifty percent is not an answer the people want to hear. But it's the answer you feel, and this is honesty and media, Tim. <sighs> But I feel like I got to really, I'm going to try to dig deeper into it. I'm going to say 20%. 20%. I'm going to say 20%. That's because yeah. I just, because it's the Cardinals. Yeah. And I think the way that they would yeah. operate, that's that's my reasoning. If this were a different organization, I would go right. perhaps right. higher. But just given the situation, it feels like there's a chance. And then you go uh, Missouri football. And uh, we've been scolded on this program for everything. But yeah. 
there's a real disdain in, in in a portion of the audience for talking about college sports, which I was not aware of. Yeah, that's strange to me, to be honest with you. I think, I mean, college football is massive. Yeah. And great entertainment. But I, but I, I didn't. I, maybe it's not a, a topic that the people on 101 ESPN want to hear. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think I think more more people than not enjoy talking college college pigskin. Is that right? You yeah. Think so? Yeah, I think so. I, I'd say but the almost thing 70%. about um, what were you saying? I'd say almost seventy percent. I think seventy thirty would be the my th- guess. When you talk about the Cardinals in St. Louis, ninety eight percent of the population is a fan of the Cardinals, and even those who are not potentially being transplants or just being a fan of another team, Cubs being most likely. Right, right, right. Uh, I suppose like a Royals troll uh, would then cheer against the Cardinals so that that everybody is coming to the table for one reason or another, most likely because they're polling for the team. Right. Or they tweeted something out against the Cardinals and now they're polling against the Cardinals because they want their take to be correct, as is the way 2022 now works. Uh, and then you also have the same case, I think, with the Blues. Yeah. So with Missouri football, if you didn't go to school in Columbia, which is a large portion of the population, and Missouri football hasn't exactly been, you know, a phenomenal operation for most of people's lives, uh, then it isn't something that brings a lot of people to the table. And I've all I've said oftentimes, I, Michelle would certainly be, uh, Michelle Smallman would be an example, but I feel like Illinois gets ignored in St. Louis, and I think it's just ridiculous. It, and, I, and listen, as somebody who's been doing television and radio in St. Louis since 2000, I, 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 you know, I point the finger at myself because you have this huge market, and I realize it's on the other side of the river, quote unquote, but it's still a part of the metropolitan area. Absolutely, with a Big Ten school that's had some good football teams and some great basketball teams, and you know, it just doesn't get near the attention as Missouri. Yeah, uh, and that's coming from a Missouri guy. Yeah, um, and then of course St. Louis University. Now, if all three were in the same conference. Yeah. And all three had a football program. You would right. have what you had in Kansas City, which is much more of a college sports city because KU, K-State, Missouri, you had alumni all yeah. in the same area, all, all in the same conference, right. and all with some semblance of a rivalry. So with that said, Jackson's final question, Mizzou gets more than five wins this season. So you're setting it at what is a, a terrible number because there's a, that brings in the possibility of a push. Uh, the number in Las Vegas is five and a half. Yeah. You chose to go five. Didn't Why? I, didn't I not say more than five? Oh, okay. So it's just specific to more than, so it's a yes or no because it's more than five. So the answer, so, but what if I think they're going to get five? Then the answer would be no. Right. Okay. I'm and with you. I, I was horribly phrased. It really was. <laughs> you just laugh even though internally you're like, yeah, this guy. It's, it's a fair <laughs> question. That's exactly what's going on yep. right now. That's no, a tight read. Yeah. No. Uh, over under five and a half wins. I suppose I get Friday so that way. God, I don't know. I, I, honestly, after the quarterback announcement, my my number went down. My number. I, I, you were I, Sam Horning, Sam Horn, or Tyler Macon. I think just are. I, to be fair, we haven't seen any Sam Horn and very little Tyler Macon. I just like what Tyler Macon like gives them another note. Like he can well, keep can run. Yeah, know, but not I, like you Macon. Might not think of it that way, but Cook can run. I don't know. Okay, so we're gonna go Louisiana Tech. We're gonna go Abilene Christian. We're going to go Vanderbilt. We're going to go New Mexico. Mexico State. So there's four. Right. So then they have to get one more. And it's not, I mean, this well, SEC. No, but then, it's, then the answer would be no oh, right. because of the terrible right. phrasing of the question. You're right. You're right. All right. So you got two more. You're still more. internally MFing me or are you off uh, Well, that was a more fair point. Um, 
South Carolina is not no easy dub. Uh, Kentucky has really come alive these last two years. Let me years. tell you something. Here's the deal with Missouri football. They'll win a game that you didn't think they will win, and they'll yeah. lose a game you didn't think they will lose. It happens every year. Yeah. It happens every year. So, yeah, so maybe that New Mexico State or Van- if they lose to Vanderbilt at home would be a big problem. Here's the deal. I th- my the optimist to me says Luther Burden is much better than people can comprehend. Right. And the last time we saw something similar to what he can do is Jeremy Macklin, and that was when he debuted was 2007, and 2007 was one of, if not the best, years of Missouri football in the last 40 years. Um, and then the other side would be, well, you know, how are they going to move the ball on the ground? And there's no Beatty, but then you can counter it by going, well, look, he's had Roundtree and he's had Beatty, and he, he moved the football on the ground, so maybe it's more of a system thing. I think that's the case, yeah. Um, I the, the Auburn thing is a is a weird one, yeah, uh, because that actually, you know, is a team that you would think uh, could be on the ropes based on the controversy surrounding Brian Harson, their head coach. But I think that controversy was created by alumni who wanted him out, and I think that was BS. And I really would have liked it if he would sue some people over that, honestly. Um, and uh, and then the K State game, I mean, those are both considered winnable. You throw Kentucky in there, you throw South Carolina in there. So theoretically, if you just get two of those, and if you're writing off Tennessee, Florida, and Georgia, but right. I think some people wouldn't write those off. No, definitely not Tennessee or Florida. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go the answer, yes. <laughs> I, I, it was percentage. Um, oh, okay. Percentage, Mizzou gets more than, uh, I'll say 60%. Okay. I'll say 45%. Okay. And I think I don't think, I shouldn't say that. I personally, I wouldn't be surprised if Brady Cook wasn't the quarterback by after the Georgia game, so into October. Tim, if after we beat Auburn, Harson will be fired. That's from the three one four. Well, as is the case oftentimes in the SEC, when you lose to Missouri, uh, you lose your job. We saw it with Dan Mullen last year. We've seen it with Derek Dooley. Uh, I feel like it's happened a couple of different times. Yeah, there's another one where the maybe Bielma. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, Bielma was can, right? So uh, I think he might have been, like, on the field, too. It was just like, all right, <laughs> we're going to whack him in front of his family like Tony Soprano. Uh, so Auburn plays Penn State on the Plains the week before Missouri, and they play LSU the week after Missouri. If you're a Missouri fan, you couldn't ask for more than that. Right, exactly. It is the perfect setting. It's like you want to play a team after they played Alabama. You know, because right, they're just exactly. like beat to hell. Yep. So that could be a legit situation there. So keep an eye on that one. And beating K-State in Manhattan isn't like no, the, the, the biggest accomplishment in the world. In other words, don't don't just write it off. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's a wide delta. I know I didn't have the optimism in 07 and 13 going into the year when they turned out being what they were. Yeah, that's true. And so much of it is dependent on the defense because that was such a Achilles heel last year. And if they can improve both on the front end on the line and then dbs can attempt to swat some passes away i think that they have a more legitimate chance because the offense wasn't terrible last year it wasn't good by any means but it wasn't terrible you combine that with a half decent defense there are some wins out there like k-state possibly auburn or possibly south carolina that could be got or kentucky for that matter uh mason with vanderbilt got fired too that is correct yeah yeah well vanderbilt's they, uh, but he still got fired after it, so that's at least four. Yeah. Uh, should Mizzou beating someone costing a coach's job be worn as a badge of honor? Absolutely not. No, it's rough. Absolutely not. It's actually an embarrassing thing. Yeah, it's not good. Like, it's that bad that you lost to Missouri that we can't possibly 
go on any longer. But that's Holloway. what I'm saying about Harson. Yeah. The, I would imagine they would be an underdog to Penn State. Penn yeah. State has big expectations this yes. year, relative yes. to Auburn's anyway. And if they were to lose that game and then lose to Missouri, he would be fired. Yeah. I, I'd bet all my chips on that. Right, because that would be back-to-back home losses. But the Missouri thing is a pro, and then it's be like we can't lose the entire season, right. and we got LSU next, and then the following week after LSU they have Georgia. Oh, so, boy. yeah, how about that operation? That's gotta be. I, there can't be a much tougher schedule in college as football. As far as in a month, yes, as far as four straight weeks to yeah. have that, yeah, right. Auburn. Uh, and Butch Jones at Tennessee. Thank you. Everybody's sending in all these coaches so, who've been fired after losing. So both Missouri. Dooley and Butch Jones. I believe that's the case. Maybe I was wrong on Dooley. Uh, let's see. Big surprise. Big Ivy League. Lil East Coast Piddles hates a Midwestern land-grant football program. Thank you. That's from the five. He's saying, I hate Mizzou football? That's what he's saying. I, I, like, that couldn't be further from the truth. It's like the only football team I, I support. As we were talking, I was thinking, man, I didn't know Jackson hated Mizzou football. That's what I, I was thinking. I went to school there. I know, but why do you hate yourself? Yeah, well, there's that's a deeper question. You got time? We'll talk about that <laughs> coming up in the next segment. Dan McLaughlin going to join us as well as the Cardinals win last night. They maintain their one-game lead over the Brewers uh, as Milwaukee wins as well. Albert Pools now at 687. I would have liked a Pools home run question in there. I guess I'll, I'll add it. Yeah. Over under Albert Pools home runs at the end of this season. Six hundred ninety-two and a half. I will take the under. So you think he will hit five or less? Yes. Okay. Yep. I thought six ninety-two and a half was a good number. Yeah, I I, I had to think about it for a second, yeah. but then I thought, I mean, you got what? You still month got a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But about that's about the pace he's at. Right. Right. Yeah. I, he I, has been hitting the ball better since that Atlanta series. I hope has. I'm wrong. I, hope, I, I really hope I'm wrong. I, want, I mean, we talked about this before the season even started. What happens if he's sitting at like 695? Yeah. Well, what's the number where you think he really has to ponder? Is it 95? I, that, and here's, here's where my honest answer is on it. I think he's done. Yeah. I think he's done. I think he's done even if he's at 699. Really? I do. Boy, that would be, I mean, that's a, you have to really think about that. It's I'm like, sure fans would want him to come back, and understandably 100%. so. I just get the sense he's just done. Right. And the and the thing is, going into the season, if you would have said, who are the guys rank the order of likely retirement, I would have said Wainwright won, and then it would have been a coin flip on Pujols and, and Molina. And, was, and as it turns out, Molina is absolutely done. Yeah, 100%. And then I think Pools is done. I mean, he had the, they had the ceremony for him at Coors. They had a ceremony for him at Fenway. They had a ceremony for him at Philadelphia. Uh, and now you got, uh, I just think that's, that's the way that it is. The Wainwright one is the one that I'm like, man, this guy might just keep going. Wainwright might make more money in broadcasting than he did playing, which is really saying something. He's so talented. Yeah. I mean, he's just... He really could be. He could be the guy for the next few decades. You know, he really could be a guy calling a World Series in 2045. <laughs> he's he's that good. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. Come back with more Dan McLaughlin at 1045. This Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Balloon Party 101 ESPN. My name is Tim McKernan. I am ranked number one, and that is exciting. Thank you for making me number one for the last two decades. Just just number one. This No source on that. It's just... That's right. 
I'm ranked number like an, one. Like an Instagram quote-unquote influencer. Right, right. I am a celebrity. Or like a central corridor housewife with a <laughs> marketing scam on Facebook. <laughs> that's basically, that's my source. Yep. Uh, Dan McLaughlin with us in 10 minutes. Jackson, uh, this, this is directed toward you. Oh. And then it's more of a big picture topic for uh, parents, uh, grandparents, I suppose. Uh, it, it, feel the dreams game tonight. Right. First off, you as a, a film aficionado, filled of dreams, good or bad? Good. Now, why did you, for those of you not watching, Jackson's camera is up on uh, MSNBC throughout the day. That's right. Uh, for those of you watching, why did you, why did you smirk like that when, my here's my read, I'll tell you what my read is. Uh-huh. My read is you think it's bad, but you decided I don't feel like experiencing the wrath of the audience, and so I will say it's good. That was my read. Well, I appreciate your read. That is not. I do think it is a good movie. Do I think that it's a Mount Rushmore baseball movie? I do not. That I, wasn't the question, sir. Right. I think it's. I think it's a little. It, it lays it on a little thick, um, but. Base, I like baseball movies in general. Why do you hate America? That, now, that was a fair question. Um, I don't hate America. I was actually ranked uh, America's number one supporter, actually. But uh, I just don't think that it's, like, the legacy surrounding it, I don't really get. I think there are better baseball movies out there. Okay. But it's good. it's good. It's good. I love Kevin Costner. Uh, and you really enjoyed him in The Bodyguard. But what, what 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 baseball movies would you therefore take? Moneyball I like a lot more. Uh, Bull Durham is one of my favorites. Major League is one of my favorites. Uh, I've been very vocal about my love of Little Big League. Um, no, I think everybody knows about that. Right. Uh, those are Moneyball. Moneyball, Major League, and Bull Durham are my favorites. I thought Moneyball was a terrible idea that would be a terrible film, and I wound up being wrong on both accounts. Yeah, I think it's... It's fantastic. But when they announced that they were doing a film based on the book, I go, who's this going to appeal to? Like 10 people? Right, right. And then they made it work. Now, yeah, they're like, as, as I had Mulder on the podcast and talked about it with Isringhausen, and they're like, yeah, it's great, except it doesn't really mention right. the pitching, which yeah. is kind of the reason why, but whatever, we won't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's unfortunate. You know, it's got Hanover, a great guy, but, you know, right, kind of had right. Gary Zito and Mulder yeah. and Hudson. And... But either way. Joey Votto, who is playing in tonight's game, because Fox was like, oh, how can we get the Reds in primetime? He tweeted this out yesterday. Uh, They're playing the Cubs. Watching Field of Dreams before the game tomorrow. I thought I would share a few thoughts about what the movie and this trip mean to me. I was raised on this movie. My family had a collection of VHS tapes, and one of them was Field of Dreams. I would watch it often. Uh, Spoiler alert ahead. From eight or nine years old, my father and I would play catch together. In retrospect, to me, it was one of the most important things we did together. It strengthened our bond. In Field of Dreams, the movie ends with the main character, Ray Kinsella, and the ghost of his dad uh, having a catch. My father passed away 14-plus years ago, so it is impossible for me not to feel an emotional connection to the moment where Ray asks his father for a catch. Uh, one more moment together. Getting the opportunity to play a game at the mythical field that sowed the seeds of hope for a Major League Baseball career is a significant moment for me. Couple that with the father-son connection in this game is an exceptional moment in my life. How about that? Now, do you feel differently about your love of Little Big League versus Field of Dreams? 
it doesn't really change. I'm glad that Vado had that experience. I, I think it's like a great sentimental movie, but it's just, for me personally, it just lays it on a tad thick. Now, here is my bigger picture observation. Okay. Real quickly, Merle from Oakville, active again this morning. I saw that. Uh, he said, <laughs> uh, Moneyball ruined the game of baseball with all their numbers and crap. <laughs> no, no I, I want you to, don't, don't sell it short here. The Moneyball ruined baseball with all them numbers and stats. Jackson prefers Ed, the movie about the pitching monkey with the guy from Friends. That's correct. I think Matt LeBlanc won Best Actor and the Monkey won Best Supporting Actor. Never seen the picture. Here is my bigger picture observation. Number one, your view on this will change. Yeah, I'm sure it will. It will change. It will change when you have a son. That's, that's well, it, when you have a child, when you have a son, whatever. I don't want to be all this. I hope I don't get canceled for saying when you have a son. Yeah, if well, so, I'd like to apologize and I'll take a week off and go the... play golf and drink and think about it. <laughs> uh, so that's number one. Uh, number two, what I have observed since having children now, movies that I used to watch one way, there are scenes where I go, oh my God, I'm about to weep and I'm watching Parenthood with Steve Martin from 1989. But I swear there is a scene which is, of course, based in, at least theoretically, it was shot in Orlando, but it was based in St. Louis. Right, right. Uh, where his son, Kevin, uh, said something along the lines of, Dad, when I grow up, uh, can I work where you work? And he goes, why? And he goes, so that way we can see each other every day. Now, when I saw it, and I'm 13, 14 years old, you know, I'm probably... You just pass right over that. Right. And then I saw it a few weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, you know, it's the same thing now with the dad, can we have a catch? Or you want to have a catch, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what he says? Yeah. Which bothers a lot of people. Yeah. And I, and honestly, when I saw the movie the first time, I'm like, what the hell's have a catch? <laughs> but okay, fine. Right. You know, you say pop in the north, and you say coke in the south, and right. you say soda in the Midwest. Hell, I don't know. Right. We can figure out through context. So that is what I am telling you. That is what I am telling you. I hope it, I, I never like when people, like when I would have a child, oh, and people would say, oh, enjoy it. It goes fast and all those things. I was just like, eh, thanks. You know, you're kind of like, just. Yeah. I heard you saying. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't, I, I never want to be that guy with you, 20 years older than you. Like, well, you don't know. Like, right. I know something you don't know. And, right. you know, therefore you're ignorant because you're younger. Because, you know, piss off. You right. know, that's, exactly. I don't want people saying that. But I, but I can tell you from experience, you will view that scene, which at the moment you are saying lays it on a little thick differently uh, at some point in your life. Right. I believe. And I get that. And I understand that. Or and maybe I, you will still just watch Space Jam every night. I don't know. Space Jam's great. But, uh, well, say, yeah, I agree that some you know, life experiences definitely change your perspective on things. And so I would agree that, that uh, maybe one day that that will change for me. And like I said, I like Field of Dreams. Like, I think it's a good movie. It's Kevin Costner doing another baseball movie. Like, who's going to complain? But at the same time, I just think there are better baseball movies out there. But I hear what you're saying, and I respect your opinion. Go choke on a cob of corn, you asswipe. Also, you have to have sex in order to have a son, so Jackson will never know. That is from the 314. Are we giving away tickets today? Rimshot. Got me. I think that person should get tickets to the game of their choice. Maybe floor seats to a Lakers game just to really tilt you. That would, uh, it's my life goal to sit courtside at a Lakers game. So, yeah, that would really annoy me. Have a catch. That's for the New York elitist. Baseball's for real America. That's Merle from Oakville again. This Merle.
Tim, would you cry if your son says he wants to go to the journalism school? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go to the Laker floor seats to that text now. <laughs> yes. Dead serious. Weep I would. would be a better... I don't know what I do. You know, I'd go, oh, God, what do we do? Right. <laughs> I'd rather you throw have away the acceptance he wants to letter. be like Magic Mike than, <laughs> than go into this profession. Right, or, I use that term loosely. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's gone to one year of preschool. He's already ready to be a sports talk radio host. Yeah, he's got the education. To uh, Dan McLaughlin is going to join us here in a matter of moments. This program's called Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party final segment. And then it's BK and Ferrari at the top of the hour. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to welcome to the show live from Denver, Colorado, where he'll have the call of today's Cardinal Day game with Dakota Hudson on the mound. Dan McLaughlin. Morning, Dan. Where have you been? I was vacationing at Jackson's parents' place in the Hamptons. Is that right? <laughs> did you did you go out of town during the All Star break, or did you just, just have a staycation? Oh no, 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 no! I just stayed right home and enjoyed the simple life, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson uh, made a controversial statement in the previous segment. You know he is a, a controversial host. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, and, and, and while oh, he, he he said he's not a, he's not a big fan of Field of Dreams, and you know the Field of Dreams games tonight. Wow. I know Fox has to be thrilled with the car, uh, the Reds and the, the the Cubs in prime time. And and he was just he felt like the film lays it on a little thick. And as a baseball broadcaster and a guy who loves the game, I was looking for your opinion on the film. Yeah, Jackson. Um, as much as I enjoy hearing your takes, this one is a bad take. Clip that off. I hear you. Snag that audio. I'm a controversial host. I understand that, but that's a really bad take. I like really the bad. film. I just think it lays it on a little thick. What do you want? It's Hollywood, man. I, it's a little subtlety out of Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones. He's having a catch with his father. He misses his father. Seems to Stop be the, it! Seems to be the theme. What do you people want from us? That's what it's all about. Yes, that's what it's about, exactly. It's really not about baseball. It's about a relationship with a father right. and your parents. Jackson. Wake up, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, I'm curious, since we, we didn't get a chance to talk since I was at Jackson's parents' place in the Hamptons last week, your reaction on trade deadline day, Quintana the night before, and then the Montgomery-Bader uh, deal coming down a few minutes before the deadline. Um, just curious what you were thinking as that was all playing out. They needed pitching. They got it. They, you know, answered the, the bell for what they needed. Um, I think anybody in their right mind would want Juan Soto, and they had the assets to do it. I mean, that's to their credit. They they could have pulled that deal off. But, um, you know, when you look at this team in, in 2022, they needed pitching. And so they answered that. They got it. And, uh, you know, we saw one of them again last night dealing in Quintana. Very good. And we'll see Montgomery on Friday night back home and it's the Brewers. Yep. So, you know, they 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 answered what they needed in in my opinion. Now, again, I'm gonna say it again. It's a you and I, Tim. Yeah, uh, ja- yeah. Jackson's out of the conversation after the field right. of dreams thing. 
like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with him right now. <laughs> it's a one-day suspension. He's gone. Yeah. By the way, I'm glad you ran into the Dotem family at Coors again. <laughs> oh, they were, they were great. They were absolutely unbelievable. But, you know, um, Soto, anybody would want him. Anybody. But they need a pitching. They answered the bell. They got it. And, uh, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to carry them to a bunch of wins this year. I, I, I truly believe that. I loved it. I, now I'm curious, and I, I, I understand that there's a line, so to speak, that in your position you have to, you can't cross, and you, you probably hear things that obviously you can't relay because they're internal. But had you heard anything before regarding Montgomery? That one totally no. caught me off. Yeah, all right. I was right there with you, man. And I loved so, it. I mean, that guy's legit. Well, well to this point, um, I walk in uh, probably about 45 minutes before the deadline is, is supposed to, you know, end. And I said to, to Ollie, uh, I said, is this all you guys are going to do? He goes, I, I, I can't say, I can't tell you what's going on. And I said, what? <laughs> what do you mean? He goes, I don't even know. That's what he said. Yeah. He said, uh, he said, he told me, Tim, he goes, Bo is, is working on something right now. And um, he said that he doesn't want to jinx it. And I don't even know, meaning Ollie. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking on, you know, as Ollie. He says, I don't, I don't even know. He goes, Mo's working on something. He's excited. And uh, I don't even know. And I, he said, but he's, he's really fired up. I go, come on. He goes, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I go, you really are serious. He goes, I really am. And I said, okay, well, well, let's see what happens in 45 minutes. Yeah. I'll come back down and see you. And sure enough, they got Montgomery. And that was the deal that they were working on. They were, they were fired up about it. Uh, so, really that's great, man. I, I was reading Joel Sherman in the New York Post a few days ago, because as you know, that deal isn't necessarily being met is uh, excitedly in New York, uh, their fans are a little concerned about the whole thing at the moment. Uh, but that the reason for the delay is the Cardinals and Yankees had an agreement the night before, same night as the Cardinals acquired Quintana, but the Yankees were trying to acquire Pablo Lopez from the Marlins, and that's what was holding it up. And that's why it came down to the final few minutes. And I guess that's why the Cardinals were, I guess, waiting to hear from the Yankees. So great break for the Cardinals. I mean, I think that is a real addition. And also, and you would know this too, I get the I get the that that clubhouse was really energized by what took place uh, in those 24 hours. No doubt. Um, I, I mean, you know, look, here, here's the deal. The, the, the Cardinals would, again, I'm going to say this in, with all due respect, anybody in their right mind would want Soto, okay? And they had the, the pieces to get that, that deal done. But as we're we're talking now in 2022, what do they need? Pitching. They had to have pitching, and so um, those guys were pretty fired up, man. I'm telling you. I mean, there's there's a different sense around this club right now yep. of they have a chance to win, and um, they they feel that uh, there's just there's just a different feel around the club. Like I was with Ali last night, we were talking about it, and. They feel like, man, they they can go get this thing, and they believe that. And so when you believe, even if you're not the most talented club, but if you believe yeah. and you come together, you, you got a chance to win. And and I think that's what's happening with this club. I, I really do. I There's just a different feel, a different vibe 
around the club, which is making it a lot of fun. I think this, these, these final two months, Tim, are going to be awesome. Yes. They're going to be a lot of fun to be around. For a lot of reasons. And then on the other side, oh, yeah. the, 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 the games you'll be calling this weekend with the Brewers, Listen, we're neither one of us are around that team, but based on at least the results, and it's not like they were playing the Yankees last weekend. You know, they were they were playing the Reds, and they were you know having problems. I wonder how if it can have the opposite effect if your oh, organization yeah. does what they did with Hater. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I said this to Brad. Um, it was the I, I guess that deal was like twenty four hours before the, the deadline was through, and uh, I, I said to Brad, I said explain what 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 they're doing i I said you know i I guess from a financial you know aspect um i I said i i don't i don't run their books i don't i don't know i mean i understand they're trying to stay uh relevant every single year and you got to be careful with your payroll but i said from a player's perspective take the money out of it i said if you walk in that clubhouse today i said your your guy is gone yep I go, what, what, what'd you, what would you guys feel? And he said, you know, not great. I said, it's demoralizing. And he said, yeah, it kind of is. He said, matter of fact, it is. And, you know, you're, you're, you're thrusting guys into different roles, whether it's Devin Williams or now it's going to be Matt Bush, maybe close games out or whoever they want to throw in the back end of those games. But when you think about trying to take that guy out that has totally shut down the opposition for the last three or four years. I, I'm not sure why you do that, especially when you're in first place. So while you can add players to get a jolt, um, there's also the aspect of losing players. And I've seen that on the other end too. And it does have an adverse effect. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying the Brewers are going to lose the division or, not get to the playoffs. I just think it's been a negative for them. I, I don't mm-hmm. understand how it can be a positive. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. If something like that happened in St. Louis, all hell would break loose, and it doesn't sound like it's playing well in New York. The Cardinals and Rockies today, day game, and then the Cardinals and Brewers this week. And Dan, always appreciate the time, sir. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been my pleasure. <laughs> There's Dan McLaughlin with us here on Balloon Party. Time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario are up next. Randy Carricker uh, will be in tomorrow for the hour that we will be out uh, for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.